today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. You may recall after the last uh, provincial election where uh, Doug Ford uh, had a resounding victory, uh, both the leader of the NDP and the Liberal parties resigned uh, their positions. Uh, Andrew Horvath, of course, for the NDP and became the mayor of Hamilton. And uh, Stephen Del Duca is the Liberal leader, and uh, he's he's the mayor of, of Vaughan. Uh, amazing how things work out that way. But the Liberals still are leaderless. And they got a lot of work ahead of them to try to find a leader. Uh, joining us to talk about this is Andrew Perez. Andrew is a senior consultant at Hill and Knowlton Strategy. He volunteered with the Ontario Liberals on the central campaign team during the 2022 election. Andrew, great to have you back on the program. Thanks so much for the time today. Hi, Bill. Great to be here. So how does this party, which once ruled this this province for a number of years, uh, rise from the ashes like a phoenix and, and become a political entity again? Right. I mean, that that's really the question. I think, you know, obviously there's a lot of work to do. We, 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 we really did fail in the last two general elections where we failed to attain party status. Um, and that, you know, really complicates things for the party, um, in the legislature where we, we don't have party status. So we were not able to benefit, benefit from staff and resources that would allow us to hold the, the government to account. Um, that being said, I think, we are in an exciting time of renewal for the party. Um, in uh, the fir- uh, March 3rd to 5th will be our annual general meeting in Hamilton. And this is really an opportunity for the party grassroots to elect a new party executive. And then within about six weeks following that new executive being elected by by grassroots members, that new executive will set the rules for the for a leadership contest. And we're already seeing three or four um, strong candidates uh, present themselves. They're, they're exploring potential bids. And so I'm, I'm quite excited about the future of the party. I think the brand remains strong. We're seeing right now that Prime Minister Trudeau and his cabinet are, are holding a retreat in Hamilton um, and, and that there'll be a by-election in Hamilton Centre. It will need to be called by next month. So I think Hamilton, you know, for your listeners in that region of the province, this is a key region, a key swing region of the province that, uh, you know, I think will be ground zero for for rebuilding the party. The concern, though, if I can be frank about this, I've looked at the, the list. I think there's about four candidates that have actually nobody's officially in the race because there is no race yet, uh, but That's have declared right. you know their interest in this. And and I got to tell you, by and large, Andrew, when you look at this list, most people in Ontario are going to say, "Who are these people?" Uh, that's that's not a good sign if you're trying to find somebody who people can rally behind. You know, they they may not be household names, but a, a lot of when I look back on history, um, a lot of politicians who went on to great successes um, had humble roots and and built their name over over several years. I look at someone like Dalton McGuinty, who was elected leader in 1996 and wasn't given a chance. Uh, the the media, you know, really panned his 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 uh, potential, and you know, he he really put the party on the path to renewal over several years. It took Took him a couple election cycles, um, but he went on to govern the province for ten years. And so, they may not be household names to the average Ontarian, but I'm I'm actually I'm actually enthused by the fact that we have four individuals who are likely to run for the job. And I really can compare and contrast that to the Ontario NDP. They didn't even have a leadership race. 
only one candidate officially came forward and filed their their papers, Merritt Stiles, who who isn't even officially the leader yet. I understand she will be officially anointed um, in the coming weeks. Um, but, you know, I think for a party that is the official opposition at Queen's Park, the NDP, to not have a robust leadership race, to me, is concerning. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the fact that in our party, we'll have a robust leadership race. We'll have those debates. We can debate the future of the party, what is liberalism um, in 2023. And so um, I think that that that's something I'm excited for. And um, I think it really stands in contrast to to the NDP. I only got a couple of minutes left here, but I remember when Dalton McGuinney became the leader. Uh, and I think one of the reasons it may have taken so long, as I recall, because I remember covering that, was uh, uh, it was on about the 15th ballot or something. It was well into the night that they actually uh, declared him the winner. Uh, but he had some some bridges to mend within the party. A lot of people said, hey, we picked the wrong guy. And he had to prove otherwise. And that, that took a long time. Is there unity within the party right now that whoever the liberals are going to pick eventually, that, that they can rally behind that individual? I really think there is unity. I think because of the challenges we faced as a party over the past four to five years, there's really a sense among grassroots liberals that we need to rally together and get the basics uh, straight to focus on recruiting volunteers, on rebuilding our riding associations. Um, many, if not a majority of the riding associations in our party across the province are dormant. Um, they're not active associations and associations at the local level are really the lifeblood for, for building campaigns and building a strong volunteer organization. And so I think, you know, we want to focus focus on rebuilding the party, renewing the party. I, I don't, I, I really hope and I don't think that this leadership contest will be divisive. I don't think there'll be a strong clash of personalities. I hope there'll be a strong clash of, 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 of debate and vision on, on the future of the party. Um, so I'm quite quite hopeful in that uh, in that regard. And you know, I think we'll have. Uh, hopefully, the party will adopt a one member one vote uh, leadership election model. So the election that the leadership that you referenced with Dalton McGuinty in 1996 that was a delegated convention model that led to, as you said several, several ballots going late into the night. But I think this will be a one-member, one-vote system um, where well, every and, and, member of the party will get a vote. And I think that's the and, most and that's, that's essential, I think means in which to elect a leader. Because even when Kathleen Wynne was elected, of course, in Toronto, the old Maple Leaf Gardens, uh, you know, there was the usual political chicanery where a number of people that said that had offered their support to another candidate switched over to her. Deals are always made. Uh, but you know, there was a, a criticism there among liberals I talked to after that that said, you know, we, we had no say. That was done, you know, at, at the political level. And, and we basically got bushwhacked. And, and you eliminate that if it's one member, one vote, because everyone else yes. is doing it now. I, I got to jump. Listen, Andrew, we're going to have a lot more time to talk about this in the days and weeks ahead as we move up to this. We just wanted to give people a, an indication as to where we are right now with this electoral process uh, here in Ontario and, and where we're going to go. Uh, so let's uh, let's call this part one of a number of discussions. Appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for your time, Bill. Take care. Andrew Perez, uh, senior consultant with Hill and Knowlton Strategies, talking about uh, the Ontario Liberal Party, who, as he says, got a lot of work to do. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.